Welcome to Winning Streaks. I'm your host, Tanvir Mustafa, and every week I get deep into the stories and strategies of experts, champions, business moguls, and industry leaders to find out how you can win the day and win at life. If you're committed to never settling for the status quo and consistently challenging yourself to new heights, then this is the show for you. In return, I commit to bringing you insightful, practical, and no BS conversations that will help you create your next big win. Today's episode is an excerpt from a workshop I delivered at our recent Untap Your Sales Potential Mastermind in Austin, Texas. The title of the workshop was Here and Now, How to Slow Down to Speed Up. In this workshop, I talk about how to deal with the daily stress and anxiety of sales, the challenges of a fast-paced sales environment, and how to speed up your sales results by manipulating your mind, body, and time. And I even talk about how Snoop Dogg changed the way I show up every day as a seller. Let's get into the show. Hi guys, I'm Tanvir. It's a blessing to be here. I'm, so, I'm just so happy that you're all here. Um, but I don't know if about you guys, but I was feeling a little tired at the end of that. So I'd like everybody to get up. Just like, just stand up, just get loose, just get squiggly. You know, take some deep breaths, hop around a little bit. I had to grab, grab a cup of coffee. Um, so I'm going to grab another sip. Um, y'all ready to do this? Yeah. All right, that's good. Uh, grab a seat. The topic today is here and now, how to slow down to speed up. And I wanted to start just by getting real for a second and getting a flavor of how everyone's feeling. There's a lot going on in the world. There's a lot going on in our industries, in our professions, in our lives. How many people, just by show of hands, how many people feel like life is just coming at them too fast? How many people find themselves anxious, stressed, and consistently thinking about the future? Okay. And then how many people have a tough time really feeling enjoyment on a day-to-day -day basis and enjoying the process and feeling content on a regular basis? Okay, so my goal, and I go through all of these things. I'm one of you, I go through all of these things on a regular basis. But over time, I've learned tools, systems, modalities to help me address these challenges. And my goal is to ensure that even if you take one of those away by the end of today's workshop, you can apply it and better address those challenges on a regular basis. Does that sound good? Okay, perfect. So, again, I want to ask another question. I want some guesses on what, are you, what do you think the odds are of you being alive? Or a better way to phrase it is, what do you think the chances were of you being born? One in 200 million. One in, million. One in 200 million? More, million. More bids? One in 400 trillion. Spin, come on, man. <laughs> four, I want you guys to like really try and think about this number, and I'll try to conceptualize it for you. 400 trillion to one. Okay? What does that look like? This is, this is going to be hard to conceptualize, but try and stick with me. It's, oh, yeah. <laughs> that's a hell of a commission check, that's for sure. <laughs> it's like... It's as if there were 2 million people all rolling 
a set of dice with a trillion sides, and all of those dies landed on the same number. Okay? You all know how, how insanely impossible it is to win the lottery? How slim the chances are? How many people buy, buy, here buy lottery tickets? It's okay. It's all right if you do. All right, there we go. You know, you got that chance. You got it. You got a shot. Heck, if the chances, ch <laughs> chances of you living are 400 trillion to one, I mean, it's it's as if uh, 1.8, 1.28 million people won the lottery. Okay. So, why do I say this? Take this number into perspective. Okay. Under all the odds, under all the circumstances, under all the variables that were associated with you being alive, your parents meeting, everything that went behind their dating story, or maybe they got straight to business. I, I, don't, I don't know. I'm not sure. <laughs> Sorry to paint that picture for some of you. I apologize. <laughs> of all the variables that could have gone into that, 400 trillion to one, you're alive and you're here. Do you know what that, do you understand what that makes you guys? I want, you to, I want you to close your eyes. I want you to put your hand on your heart. And I want you to repeat after me. I am a miracle. 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 How's that feel? Huge. Hell yeah. Y'all are you guys are all miracles. You should not be here against all odds, but you are here. Thank you, Leslie. And I say that for you to understand just how precious your lives are. Just how precious your lives are. And if you understand that, then two other things become apparent. Life is too precious for us to rush it. Okay? And life is too precious for us not to enjoy the journey. Do we all agree? Yeah. Okay. So, but we're stuck in all these challenges. Everybody raised their hand. You know, we live in the future. We're constantly stressed. We have a tough time enjoying the journey. Okay. But the goal is to understand more about how can we soak up this process? How can we soak up this journey? Soak up everything that we're doing on a constant day-to-day -day basis and bring us into the here and now, not just so we can feel fulfilled, not just so we can feel happy, not just so we can feel content, but my hypothesis and my feeling and what it's done for me is it has actually helped me get further. And it's helped me get further, far, farther, okay? Now, when it comes to these challenges, I want to be very upfront. I'm, I am quite guilty of these issues, these challenges. Okay? A lot of you know my story. Um, maybe some of you don't, but I, as, a, as an SDR, I um, burnt out on the spot while making calls, and I was sent to the hospital. Um, as a BDR, I had a panic attack and pulled over on the, or jumped out of a car on the side of a highway, landed in a snowbank, severe anxiety as an AE. And I used a lot of these tools, systems, and modalities that I'm going to talk about to address them. But I am still guilty to this day. Okay. A month before my wedding, uh, I broke down in tears um, in front of my wife. And it was the first time that 
fiance at the time. It was the first time that she'd ever seen me like that. I was so strong, so grounded, so uh, you know, ambitious, driven, all these things. That's how, that's how she knew me a month before our wedding. And it was the first time that I'd really opened up and been, been vulnerable. I was, um, I think at the time, three months into, the role, into this role. Um, I had a wedding coming up. We were trying to find a, a place to live and we just kept, in, kept getting our offers rejected. And I didn't know how to, how to deal with all of it. And it felt like a gaping hole within my chest. Uh, I don't know if you guys all feel this, but um, you know, there are a lot of physical telltale signs of stress, of anxiety. So feeling in your neck, feeling in your chest. Uh, I, get, I twitch a lot when, when that happens. So that was happening. Like I would be next to her, and I would just be twitching constantly. right? And that's because. I had forgotten a lot of these things, okay? I felt like I wasn't, um, I was three months into the role, and at the time, I was on a stretch of two to three weeks of not really having any success on my calls, okay? Having a really tough time, for those of you who know South Asian weddings, they're like, I've told you some of you this already, it's like five events over the course of a week and a half. So I'm like working, and then I'm working another full-time job just to plan the wedding and work out the wedding. God bless my wife for planning 90% of it. <laughs> the 10% was, was me. Okay? But then over the next month up until the wedding, I really wanted to make sure that when that day comes, I'm present. I'm, I can enjoy the moment. I can soak up the moment. I can feel fulfilled. So how do I, how do I take care of what I'm feeling and address what I'm feeling? Um, and that's what I'm, what I'm going to be talking about today. So um, there are three ways that I think about bringing myself into the here and now and slowing down to speed up. And you'll see how this applies both in your personal lives and your professional lives. Okay? So the three ways are through um, your time, through your body, and through your mind. Okay. Now, the problem that as sales professionals we, we face, society or our careers, has taught us that speed is everything. <coughs> Hustle, grind, set more calls, set more meetings, do more. Right? How many calls do you have booked? How many, how many meetings have you uh, done? How many discovery calls do you have set up? What's next? The speed, right? What are the problems with that? What are the what are the what are the issues with that? Creates lots of stress and anxiety. Okay. Okay. What else? Say, say that again. Say that again. Yep. Reduce quality. Lack of humanity. Never enough, right? What was that? Just having a bad time. Having a bad time. Having a bad time. I don't know why I got that accent, but that was weird. Um, what else? What about what about how this might actually impact your careers? Like, how about how it's going to actually impact your your uh, you know calls and meetings? Any guesses? Right, motivation. How about 
energy or bad energy, poor focus. Yep. Yep, personal life. What about, do you guys ever find that when you're in a bunch of meetings back to back or you're doing a lot straight, that you actually walk into your next meeting not being able to clearly communicate what you, what you went there to do? Brain fog, miscommunication. Right? Miscue. Um, I know for me, right, all the speed, lack, lack of fulfillment, right, is what a, like a lot of this comes to. But in your calls, in your meetings, the energy you show up with is not there. Who you're being is not aligned with what you want to do. Right? You're just, you're not even there. You're not even present sometimes. Because maybe you're thinking about the next call. You're thinking about the next meeting. But what's, what's the problem? So again, going deep, another layer behind that. So you've got all the speed. You're in calls back to back. You're in meetings back to back. But then when you have a moment to yourself, what do we, what do we tend to do? Okay, but there's something specific. We tend to, we're, we're, we're going through it, okay? This is our lives. We're working, we're working. But then what, what do we want to do from our lives when we get a little bit of a break? Disconnect. Disconnect. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah, what's next? Oh, KD mentioned it. What's next? What's the next goal? What's the next call? What's the next meeting? What's the next opportunity? But I don't know if this happens to you guys, but it used to happen to me. But let's say I was in between meetings or I was stopping to take a break. Um, I'd go to social media. I'd go to Instagram, go to LinkedIn, go to TikTok. What are these things? Okay, They are escapes. That's not good grammar. Escapes. You're trying to escape your problems. You're trying to escape your stress. It's an exhaustion that you just want to feel better temporarily because you're just exhausted. Exactly. And what do we call that? We call that cheap dopamine. Okay? So what are the things that uh, fall under cheap dopamine? Give me, like, shoot out some examples. Instagram, boom. Insta. What else? Any aimless phone. LinkedIn scrolling. Doom, doom scrolling, right? Yeah, doom scrolling. News. Okay, what about some vices? Drinking, smoking. Okay. You guys get it. You guys get it, okay? These are escapes, okay? You have this life. You're working, you're escaping. You're working, you're escaping. You're working, you're escaping because you don't want to address the root problems. You don't want to address the root stress, the root issues, okay? And so what I've come to learn, or actually let me, let me, let me ask you this. When you guys do these things, is it fair to say that most of the time we feel good when we're doing them, right? 
It's like, yeah, this is nice. Okay. What happens after? What happens when we put the phone? Guilt. Shame. Guilt. Shame. Regret. Okay. We feel worse than we did before we, like, we think that, oh, this thing is going to make us stress-free, right? This thing is going to uh, help us uh, feel better about everything that we're going through, everything that we're facing. But, but really, oh, come on, Blue. You can, you can take the blue off. It's all good. I like that quote. It's all good. <laughs> yeah. But really, it's, it's just making us feel worse from the escape, okay? So my, uh, sort of what I've had to do, because I, it just wasn't working, that's what, that's what was leading to panic attacks, to stress, to burnout, to, to breaking down a month before my wedding, okay? Is, I don't know if there's a word for this, so I just made one up. And instead of cheap dopamine, I call it slow dopamine, okay? What are, what are some examples of slow dopamine? Can anybody guess? And I'm, these are things that really bring you into the present and focus you to live the life you have. Meditation. Walk. Prayer. Prayer, quality time. Oh, I like that. <laughs> Quick comedy clip. That falls a little bit into this, right? The, the purpose behind these things, okay, the purpose behind slow dopamine is to really bring you into the present. These things are, are, are escaping you, are not just escapes from your problems, they're escapes from life. They're escapes from life, okay? Life is the full experience. It's the happiness, it's the sadness, it's the stress, it's the ups, it's the downs. But if we don't really feel those moments, if we don't allow ourselves to feel those moments, it's just going to leave you more unfulfilled, more stressed, more anxious. Okay? So a couple of things that work for me. Silent walks. Okay? So if I've got too many back-to-back -back calls, also, my back hurts if I sit for too long, so I try to stand as much as possible. But just going for a 10, 15-minute walk outside silently, not, no music, no podcast, not even the good stuff, just me, my thoughts, and I, so I can process what I'm feeling, so I can accept the stress that I'm going to, that I'm going through. The more you try to run away from it, what ends up happening? We talked about this once this already, but when you more... You try to run away from it, what happens? What does it do? Chases you. It keeps coming. And you're like, why can't I get away from this stress? Why can't I put it off? It's because you're not sitting to accept it, right? I love coffee. I'm also starting to love tea, though. I'm, I'm becoming a fan. But in the mornings, part of my ritual is just sitting down with my coffee in silence, enjoying the sips, thinking about my day, coming up with intention. Okay? The, pro the thing about being and doing is everything that we're talking about now, Katie talked a lot about doing. I'm going to be talking a lot about being and getting yourself into a state of being so that you can do and come from a place of 
authenticity, right? I forget, there's another quote up here about authenticity. Okay? Always and always. Always and always. Okay. I'm not asking you guys to be meditators overnight. I'm not asking you guys to be journalists overnight. I'm, that's, not, that's not what I'm asking. I'm asking for you to find moments of slowness, of stillness, to just with, to sit with you yourself, you and yourself. Okay? To not try and escape all the time. How many of us are looking at our phones when we sit down for a meal every once in a while? Okay. How many are on our phones when we're hanging out with our partner a lot of the time? You're, you're escaping the life you've been, you've been given, that you've been granted, that is so miraculous, okay? Now here's, here's where, oh yeah, and then a couple of things. Top influencers, top philosophers, like whether you're talking about Stoics, whether you're talking about J.K. Rowling, whether you're talking about Bill Gates, whether you're talking about Warren Buffett, they, you know, for at, their, at that level, a lot of, their success comes from making really good decisions. And as salespeople, part of our responsibility is making high quality decisions for our calls, for our presentations, et cetera, et cetera, okay? They spend a considerable amount of time just in silence, just with their thoughts, just with a journal, okay? I think Bill Gates spends like, tries to spend like an hour a day. Uh, J.K. Rowling sits in quiet coffee shops. Different people have different different um, approaches. But that's because you get to ruminate on those topics. You get to ruminate on the problems you have to solve. Science shows, studies show, you can look it up, that um, silence, like where do, where do they say our, our best creativity comes? When do we get our best ideas? In the shower. In the shower. Nothing else is going on. We're just showering, we're, we're putting on soap. That's where we get our best ideas. Thank you. Appreciate you. I got you, baby. <laughs> but if you have more slowness and stillness, you can get more of these great ideas. And here's where it comes into a sales context. This is what really helped me go from closing the smaller deals, tons of calls, tons of emails, first to work, last to leave, burnt out, stressed out, anxious, to really taking the big leaps forward. And I, I took Ian's concept of RGAs, and I split it up into two types, passive RGAs and active RGAs, okay? You guys already know what the active RGAs are. What are they? Cold calling, email. Calls, emails, <laughs> social, et cetera. I think you guys get, get an idea. These are the activities that are gonna give you or that feel like they will give you immediate feedback, or soon feed. I mean, I wish we all, we all got replies right away, but you feel like you're doing something. You feel like you're being productive. You feel busy, and there is absolutely a time and place for calls, emails, and LinkedIn messaging. Right, Katie? Absolutely. But if this, okay, is to be of any value, any value, especially in today's market, then you need the passive RGAs, okay? And this is slowing down to speed up. What do you guys think these things are? Deep thinking. Okay, deep thinking, sure. Planning. But deep thinking about what? About what? Nothing. I mean, that's not gonna get you very far in your accounts. <laughs> <laughs> like, like what stakeholders, strategy. It's all 
POV, planning, prep. Okay, so I used to have, uh, this is what changed a lot for me, highly recommend. Um, I used to like, you know, have my prospecting block every day. All right, I'm going in and I'm prospecting. But what am I doing? I'm, I'm opening up the contact, I'm doing the research, I'm making the call, I'm sending the email, login CRM, next contact, research, call, email. What am I doing? What's the problem with that? Too many tasks. Too many tasks. You're just, it's not, you're not designed to work that way. The best work happens in sessions of deep work. So if you're going to call, call in long blocks all at the same time. If you're going to email, same thing. But if those are going to be of any quality, then you've got to do this work. Okay, spending, what I used to do was spend uh, Monday mornings for like two hours, sometimes three, building the point of view, building these are the contacts I'm going to reach out to. This is the 50, this is the 40 that I'm going to reach out to. Okay, these, this is the messaging that I can use. This is the personalization I can use. This is the, that news article I'm going to leverage, et cetera, et cetera. You don't want to overdo it, but if you spend a fair amount of time here, this ends up being far more successful. It's why I got a 90% plus uh, response rate from C-suites while I was at Salesforce. Okay? It's also what, um, so I remember I, my VP laughed at me um, in, in, a, in a great way, and he challenged me on this. But So I, I had like about a $1 million quota, and I was like, nah, screw that. I'm going to hit $10 million this year. $10 million. And he was like, what's this, what's this kid on? Like, what is he? What is he thinking? And the exercise isn't, oh yeah, $10 million. Like, do I believe I can hit it in my heart of hearts? Probably not. But that's not the point. The point is, what do I, what would I need to do if I wanted to hit $10 million? What would I need to do? And then lo and behold, I hit like 1.4 million or something like that. I think, yeah, 1.3 to 1.4 million. And that would not have happened if I didn't ask the question of like, okay, what are the things that, that need to be done to hit 10 million? So two things that I'm encouraging for the, uh, the time, okay? Try to incorporate more slowness and stillness in your day. It doesn't have to be an hour. It can be five minutes. It can be 10 minutes. It can be three minutes. But just try your best not to escape, okay? Sit, sorry, you want to say something? We know that we're always on the journey, but for now, just as something that you can use before your calls, this is what I've done up to this point, is do a little bit of, of box breathing. So I want you to close your eyes, okay? And what it's gonna be is it's gonna be an inhale for four seconds, a hold for four seconds, an exhale for four seconds, and a hold for four seconds. And we're gonna do it three times, okay? Ready? Okay. Inhale, two, three, four. Hold for four seconds, two, Three, four, exhale for four seconds. Two, three, four, hold for four seconds. Two, three, four, inhale for four seconds. Two, three, four, hold for four seconds. Two, three, four, exhale for four seconds. Two, three, four. Hold for four seconds, and then one more round. <coughs> Inhale. Three, four. Hold for four seconds. 
three, four. Exhale for four seconds. Two, three, four. <coughs> Open your eyes. How's that feel? Good? It's a way to reset, okay? It's a way to recalibrate. I would bet if you guys kept heart rate monitors on or you have a, an Aura or an Apple Watch, you would see in between meetings, it's fluctuating quite a bit. Sometimes it's pumping really hard. And you gotta recalibrate because the energy that you, that you bring to a meeting, the energy, the vibe, the being that you bring to a meeting is gonna impact the quality of that meeting. You can ask the right discovery questions. You can have the right tonality. But being matters. And if you're not finding a way in the midst of all this stress, in the midst of all the chaos, whether it's at work, whether it's you know, a lot of chaos at home, or even just breaking the day between, balance, between work and life, then you're not gonna be able to be who you need to be to show up at your fullest, to show up at your best, okay? You'll, LeBron James, Steph Curry, you guys watch these guys on the sidelines during a timeout, they're closing their eyes and they're breathing, all right? They're taking, they're taking a little step just to recalibrate, reset the intention, and, and move forward with some clarity, okay? Uh, one thing that we're, we're not gonna work on right now, but I encourage you all to do, that has worked from a, I guess you could say it was a mind, or sorry, a time and body thing, is uh, I like having like a little personal mantra that, I'm, that I have to myself when I'm breathing. So mine used to be, uh, I am strong, I am blessed, I can do anything. I heard it from this kid on a like viral YouTube video and I loved it, it was just so, innocent and I, I wanted that, I wanted to feel like that. But then I, was, I, I got into a state, Ian knows this, where like everything was wrong, everything was wrong with the world, so many bad things were happening. I was like, woe is me, I'm the victim, blah, 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 blah. And then I sat back and I'm like, what the heck, what, what am I thinking? Got a beautiful partner, got a beautiful family, got food on the table, got all these things. So now my mantra is my life is fucking amazing. All right. So I encourage you all to, to come up with your own mantras that you can repeat to yourself. That is a good way to reset yourself before you get into calls, before you get into meetings, whatever it may be, before you need to be who you need to be at home. Okay. And then the last, uh, the last piece is with the mind. Okay. Last piece is with the mind. Um, again, going, going back to energy, what is... What do, what do our customers hate smelling from us? Commission breath. Commission breath. Desperation, neediness, okay? Expectation, all of these things. And when that happens, that's why I asked the, call, the, the question to Jamal earlier today, like how much of, how much of sales is just being, being human? Forget the scripts and tactics for a second, those are equally as important. But I think a, a large chunk of being a really quality sales professional is just being a good human who wants to help and be of service. But when you come from those places, you can't, you can't do that. When you're in that mental state, you can't show up as somebody who wants to help and care because you're so absorbed with uh, neediness, with this quota, with this thing at the end of the tunnel, right? This aspirational uh, goal. So 
what I'd like to do for, for the mind and what I do for myself is as much as possible keep an attitude of gratitude. All right. So there's three things that I want you to pull out your journals. Now's when we get, get a little reflective. Okay. And I'm going to start with the, with the first thing that um, I want you to, to think about. Okay. And I'm going to play you a little clip. We all good? We all feeling good? Okay, good. I'm going to play you a little clip because I, uh, this inspired me and I've been trying to do it um, ever since. This is a little bit of uh, D-O-double-G. Last but not least, I want to thank me. <laughs> I want to thank me for believing in me. I want to thank me for doing all this hard work. I want to thank me for having no days off. I want to thank me for, for never quitting. I want to thank me for always being a giver and trying to give more than I receive. I want to thank me for trying to do more right than wrong. I want to thank me for just being me at all times. Snoop Dogg, you a bad <laughs> <laughs> How sick is that? Isn't that awesome? But when, when was the last time you guys thanked yourselves? So I want the first thing you journal and just let it flow. I'm going to give you um, three minutes-ish. Just let it flow. Write as many things you can. And, and as you're writing, don't just write it for the sake of writing. Write it and actually feel it. Write it and try and absorb it. Write it and try and embody it. Okay. I am grateful to me, myself. Four. Okay. Dot dot dot. Okay. So that's the first thing. Go ahead, do some reflection, and see what comes out. Just let it flow. Just let it go. Now the next thing I want you to do, uh, to journal is um, comes from this concept that I experienced, which is the obstacle is the way. Ryan Holiday, Stoicism, the obstacle is the way. So let me give you an example of what that looks like. Last year, uh, third quarter, I missed my number, and I missed my number bad. Like, it wasn't even, it wasn't even close. I think I was like 30%. Um, was it? Yeah, almost third quarter. So it was, uh, I was like at like 37% of my number through the year. I didn't see my pipeline. Things were tough at work. A lot of pressure from leadership. A lot of the things that everyone's going through right now. So I call Ian, and I say, Ian, uh, I don't see the I don't see the the uh, pipeline. I don't see the way to my number. A uh, lot of pressure from leadership. I'm just not liking it. You know, culture this, culture that. Um, I want to leave. I think I want to leave. And that's not when he offered me the job. Just so you guys know. And he says, "Good." You remember that? Oh, yeah. He says he says good, because now now is when the fun really begins. So you're going through this pain, you're going through this hardship, and whenever we're doing that, again, we want to escape. We want to run away from the situation. His advice was, this is your opportunity to sit in it and continue to stick to the process, continue to stick to the plan. Podcast is called Winning Streaks, but now is your time to keep it going when you're you know, quote unquote losing, even though you're not really losing, right? So the obstacle is away. That was then my opportunity 
to really get into, okay, what am I doing on a day-to-day -day basis? What does my process look like? Where do I need to make adjustments? Where can I improve? Okay? So that's the next thing that I want you to, to reflect on. It's trusting the process, regardless if you win or not. I had accepted, at that point I had accepted, is okay, I gotta stick to this process, I gotta stick to this plan, and win or lose, I will be, I will be content. Whether I hit my number, I don't hit my number, at least I knew I did everything I could. And so gratitude was me practicing on a regular basis the things I'm thankful for so that going into the calls I was having, going into you know, the conversations I was having, I wasn't bringing that desperation, that neediness, et cetera. That's where the attitude of gratitude comes into play. So the next thing I want you to journal is your obstacle, your struggle. All of you are going through right now, okay? So. I am grateful to my struggle with, for, or because, however you want to phrase it, and then let it flow, let it go. All right? Give you a couple of minutes. Why is your struggle a blessing? What is the silver lining? What is one thing that you can take away? The obstacle is the way. I always say growth is always on the other side of discomfort. I was stressed, I broke down um, to my wife a month before the wedding. The next month that we had was our best month of the year, Valley of Despair. But it, again, it came back to using those modalities, using those tools, this being one of them. What is your struggle? Why are you thankful? That's it for this episode of Winning Streaks. Unfortunately, some of the audio did get cut off at the end because the equipment uh, ran out of juice, but I hope you got a ton of value from this. And if you did, it would mean the world to me if you would share it with a friend, a colleague, or maybe even your team so they can keep winning too. Thanks for tuning in and I'll see you on the next episode of Winning Streaks.